Good morning, and welcome to A Healthy You. I'm your host, David Christopher, with my co-host, Fawn. This morning, we're going to talk about ways of helping you to be healthier. Good morning, Fawn. Good morning, David. It's so good to be here, and I know that you have a great program planned for us, so I'm anxious to just get started right on with the program. Let's see what you have prepared. Well, <clears throat> we're going to talk about one of the oldest fruits in recorded history. Okay. And that and, is? Uh, let's see. What do we got here? Muhammad once told his followers, eat the pomegranate, for it purges the system of envy and hatred. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And they, they also uh, believe that it was the um, forbidden fruit in the Garden of Eden. Really? Mm, I doubt it. <laughs> it tastes too you good. You know Why? Why? Well, um, I don't think Adam would have had to admit that uh, they ate of the forbidden fruit. It'd be obvious. <laughs> It'd be obvious because his hands were red. Yeah. Got caught red-handed. Because <laughs> when you eat pomegranates, your hands are red. <laughs> yeah, when you're peeling those and getting it's, it's little seeds a, out. It's kind of a difficult uh, fruit to, to, to work with, you know. But you've got a way. Yeah. My, my daughter gave me this um, pomegranate, what do you call it? A pomegranate de-seeder. <laughs> okay. And you you actually put, cut the pomegranate in half, and you put it on this plastic de-seeder thing. I think you can get them on Amazon or someplace. And you put it, you know, the cut side down on there, and you cover it with a paper towel so it doesn't splatter all over. Then you get a wooden spoon, and you start tapping it, and it really works. So what's the thing that it's on? It's, it's a mine is a little green. It looks does it have holes in it or something? Yeah, it's, it looks like an upside down plastic holy bowl. Bowl a bowl with holes in it and it's plastic. Hmm. And you and you put holes big enough for the seeds to go into? Yeah. Oh, okay. So then you so you put that on and you put a paper towel over the pomegranate that you put on this bowl that's upside down. It's not a real bowl, it's just like a colander, only bigger holes than a colander. And you start tapping it with your wooden spoon, and those seeds come right out. And that is the fastest I've ever de-seeded a pomegranate in my life. It and was wonderful. the paper towel keeps the... From splattering. From splattering, because that's another problem with I know. pomegranates. I know. They get all over everything. I know. By the time you're done with that, you've got pomegranate splatter on your walls and on your counters and on you and everything else. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a really neat thing. I don't know, pomegranate de cedar or something like that. I, I'm not sure what the name of it is. I just know that I have one in my drawer, and I use it when I want to have pomegranates. So I'm getting this from um, Bernard Jensen's book, okay. Foods That Heal. Now, a lot of people that are in the health field right now probably never heard of Bernard Jensen. Probably not. But uh, he was an amazing guy, and, and uh, he's probably the father of iridology in America. Mm-hmm. You know, it was in Europe before, him, but uh, he's the one that kind of brought it to America. So mm-hmm. Bernard Jensen. In this book, uh, Foods That Heal by Bernard Jensen, uh, had some good information, so I, thought, I think we'll just go ahead and look at it. Um, he mentions that it's one of the oldest fruit, and it's uh, frequent references to it are found in the Bible and in ancient Sanskrit writings. Homer mentions it in uh, the Odyssey, and it appears 
in the story of the Arabian Nights, the pomegranate is native to Persia. Where's Persia? I like to use the term Persia myself. Oh, instead of Iran? Instead of Iran. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember getting in a taxi cab in New York, and, uh, and the guy said he was from Persia, and I'm like, Persia? He goes, well, yeah, people don't seem to like Iranians. Hmm. <laughs> 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 Uh, Persia and its neighboring countries, and for centuries has been extensively cultivated around the Mediterranean, spreading through Asia. Hmm. Here's just something interesting. King Solomon was known to have an orchard of pomegranates. King David. Mm-hmm. King uh, Solomon, oh, David's King son. Solomon. Mm-hmm. In history, speaks of the children of Israel wandering in the wilderness and remembering with longing the cooling taste of the pomegranate. Out in the desert, I would imagine anything is going to be remembered as cooling. <laughs> exactly. I, I also remember from uh, John Honeyman's work uh, about uh, the, the and, and in the Bible, you know, about the wanderers in the, the wilderness, you know, mm-hmm. longing for the garlic and leeks mm-hmm. from Egypt. A lot of people there are like garlic. <laughs> And they're acquired tastes, I guess. But, you know, once you get to like them, you really like them. Went to a, a restaurant in San Francisco quite a while ago, and the name of the restaurant was um, The Stinking Rose. I remember that. And everything on the menu had not some garlic, but a lot of garlic in it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they had uh, items on the menu that uh, had little vampires by it. So, I thought it was bones and skulls, skull and bones. No, no, it's a little vampires. Little vampires. And it's like, well, it's like, what's this? And it's like, well, vampires don't like garlic. So, so they were dishes without any uh, uh, garlic in them. Vampire fare, <laughs> if you would. Um, going back to pomegranates. Ancient Assyrian and Egyptian sculptors has depicted this fruit, and it's sometimes an on ancient Carthaginian and Phoenician uh, metals. And that's another interesting thing is that um, it, it got the name Punica. Uh, from the Romans, I believe. Let's see, the, the genus name given to pomegranates was Punica, came from the Roman um, name for Carthage, an ancient city in northern Africa. The Romans mistakenly assumed that pomegranates derived from Africa. In fact, pomegranates, you know, like we said, are from Persia. Right. And um, interesting, in, and that information came from uh, Kew Gardens. Okay. Okay. Um, the word pomegranate is derived from the Latin word meaning apple with many seeds. The fruit grows on a bush or a small tree from 12 to 20 feet high. It grows uh, to about the size of an orange or larger. A pomegranate of good quality may be medium or large in size, and the coloring can range from pink to bright red. The rind is thin and tough, and there are, should be an abundance of bright red or crimson flesh. Hmm. Anyone that's out there that hasn't cut open a pomegranate really needs to try it out. Yes, they do. You know what it looks like when you cut into pomegranate? Blood cells. Yeah. 
really like does. All these little blood cells all over the place. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you know, that might sound gross, but it, it just does something you. Would it's be just the first red. thing you would think about. You, you think about it. Yeah, it's because it's uh, the seeds are usually a very dark red. And you know, uh, and and uh, and there and that's what the whole fruit is: is those seeds. Yeah, and so those those, those uh, red seeds. Um, or if they look like blood, they probably are good for the blood. Possibly. Yeah, that's, that's probably a good possibility. There are many varieties of pomegranates. At least uh, 10 varieties were growing in southern Spain in the, in the 13th century. I didn't realize. I thought pomegranate was a pomegranate. Yeah. I guess they're... Ten different types that were grown in Spain. It's a warm climate fruit, and the leading producers in this country are, guess what, California and the Gulf Coast states. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yep. Fruit is not uh, the fruit will not mature in cooler climates. That's one reason you're not growing it someplace else. I remember my mom uh, lived up in the mountains, and Mm -hmm. um, they had planted grapes. And, and the, they never ripened. They never ripened they before the frost. They get almost there, you know, and then the frost would kill them. Yeah. Know? But, yeah, so pomegranates don't grow in cooler, don't uh, mature in cl- cooler climates. There's a dwarf form uh, grown in cool climates which have striking scarlet flowers that are sold commercially. So they can't get the fruit, but they can get the scarlet flowers. Pomegranates are in season September through December, and October is the peak month. How about that? When? September through December? Uh-huh. Because I usually only see them like in December. I don't ever see them in September. So mm. that's interesting. Maybe they just don't ship them up to the cooler weather areas. Perhaps. Before December. So um, let's see. Here's some more things from the queue. This is interesting. In uh, Q, uh, this is Q Gardens. Um, remember Jill Davies? Mm-hmm. Um, we, we were working with her th- with the school in England for right. a number of years. But at any rate, uh, she worked at Q Gardens. Um, at any rate, uh, it, here that says that uh, it's botanically a berry. Really? Interesting. Go on to say that uh, true berries are fleshy fruits that come from a single flower with one ovary and typically have several seeds. Pomegranate fruit fits into that group. Yeah, because they have a lot more than several. Oh, yeah. Now, here's um, something else interesting. It says, did you know? Question mark. <laughs> Bananas, cucumbers, and aubergines are also classified as berries. Really? But strawberries and raspberries are not. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, as far as botanically is concerned. If we went by botanical, then you know the, the whole fruit section would be different. So instead of saying strawberry, you just say straw. Instead of <laughs> raspberry, you just say rasp. Rasp. <laughs> Let's have some rasps. The fruit, flowers, bark, roots, and leaves of pomegranates contain chemicals such as polyphenols, that can be used to treat a number of diseases and conditions. It is rich in vitamin C and folic acid. 
ancient ancient cultures understood the health benefits of pomegranate and used it in remedies for digestive disorders, skin disorders, and internal para, intestinal parasites, just to name a few. Um, modern day research has uh, revealed that pomegranates might uh, contribute towards preventing serious conditions such as heart disease, diabetes, and cancer. Hmm. So in Greek mythology, the pomegranate was known as the fruit of the dead. It was said to have arisen from the blood of Adonis. <laughs> oh, how funny. Um, alongside death, the pomegranate symbolized fertility in ancient Greece and Rome. It had a strong association to Aphrodite, the Greek goddess of love, as well as Hera, the Greek goddess of marriage and children. Hmm. In ancient Rome, newlywed women wore crowns woven from pomegranate leaves, and the juice of pomegranate was used to cure infertility. Really? Yeah. <coughs> well, I'm glad she said that they wore a wreath of pomegranate leaves instead of pomegranate berries. That would make a real mess in their hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, everyone would be a redhead, huh? Yeah. In the Quran, pomegranates grow in the Garden of Paradise and are referred to on multiple occasions as God's good creations. Mm. Good creations. Well, they are kind of fun to eat once you get them ready to eat. So that's fun. And during the Christian Iranian traditions, Valdenite people came together in the winter solstice uh, uh, and uh, eat pomegranate fruit to celebrate the victory of light over darkness. So that, that's in a lot of um, pagan things, too, is that, uh, you know, the winter solstice. And so, oh, no, 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 the sun's going away, and it's like the sun comes back. It's like, okay, let's celebrate. Here comes the sun. <laughs> Here comes the sun. How's that song go? I think there's a Beatles about that in there. That's fun. Is that a picture of the, the flower of a pomegranate? Wasn't that pretty? That is really a pretty picture. It almost looks, it reminds me a little bit of a, of a lily, but, but not really. It's really pretty. It's a really pretty, pretty flower. Yeah. It has some orange and some red in it. Yeah. Okay, now uh, the, this is from Healthline. But anyway, they're saying that uh, it's packed with nutrients. Okay, let's hear about this. And, and this is really interesting. It's packed with nutrients, but it's, it's low in calories. Awesome. Which is a great food to eat for people that are, you know, watching calories. Absolutely. Very satisfying, yet uh, yes. non-caloric. So in a, in a whole pomegranate, an average-sized pomegranate, you've only got 234 calories in the whole pomegranate. Wow. Wow. And then you've only got uh, 4.7 grams of protein and 3.3 grams of fat but 52 grams of carbohydrates. So, you know, it's basically carbohydrate. You know, people going, oh, I can't eat carbohydrates. I can't eat carbohydrates. Well, no, 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 that's not the case. Because, you know, there have been a number of studies and, and all the successful weight loss programs eliminate carbs, but they don't distinguish, you know. They're not saying, no, we're not talking about the carbs in fruits or vegetables. We're talking about the carbs that are processed, mainly highly processed grains. Most 
diets that are successful eliminate those kind of, kind of carbs, the processed carbs, the Cheerios, the, the you know, cookies, crackers, cakes, uh, you know, processed grains mm-hmm. are the carbs that if you get away from those, you most likely will lose weight. Right, right. Whether you're on all produce or whether you're on all meat, you will lose weight. I wouldn't suggest doing all meat because then you're going to get ketosis and die. <laughs> you, right. you can't do it. You can't live on straight meat. We can't. Humans can't. We're, we're omnivores. We can't live on, you know, we're not carnivores. Cats are carnivores. They can live on straight meat. In fact, I often say, the, the thing is, is cats that we, we have as pets, you know, are not very big. If they were bigger, they would probably eat us. <laughs> they go, oh, there's a meal. <laughs> you can tell I'm not a cat person. <laughs> So it's, they're high in fiber, so uh, 11.3 grams in a, in a pomegranate. Uh, high in vitamin C, 30%, 2% of the daily value. Um, so you women that are thinking of getting pregnant and having a baby, um, pomegranates are high in folate. Oh, are they in yeah. folate? So you get 27% of your daily value in a pomegranate. Oh. And you get high amounts of magnesium, phosphorus, potassium. So, uh, but again, you know, I think the question came up, so is pomegranate the best fruit? It's like, no, no, no. You need a variety of everything. Oh, absolutely. And when you go to the grocery store and you go into the produce section, you should think about a rainbow, you know, yeah. and, and get all the colors of the rainbow. Right. Because each of those colors has something special in it, you know. So red's got the things that other fruits don't have, and you know, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. So, um, <clears throat> pomegranates are high in antioxidants. And a lot of people get confused as far as antioxidants concerned. Isn't it like, don't we need oxygen? You want to take something that's against oxygen? No, 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 no. Of course we need oxygen. But when that oxygen is converted to um, uh, free radical oxygen, that's where we need to start having antioxidants. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, that, the free radical stuff happens just in the process of uh, making energy. So, you know, that's something that happens. And the body is equipped to work with that. And also the foods that we eat help uh, in that situation. If you don't eat fruits and, and things, you're probably not going to get antioxidants. They're, these are compounds that help protect the cells of your body from damage caused by free radicals. High amounts of free radicals can be harmful and contribute to a number of chronic diseases. Well, free radicals, we've talked about that before on this, on this program. Well, sure. Yeah. Just be careful of them. Uh, pomegranates are rich in antioxidants and polyphenic compounds, including... Punicalogans, anthocyanins, and hydrolyzable tannins. So tannins aren't always bad. And in this format, they're very, very good. Getting any antioxidants from fruit, such as pomegranates, is a great way to support overall health and prevent disease. This is from Healthline. It's from what? Healthline. Healthline. Something okay. you just go on the computer and you find. You know. Okay. Um, 
Chronic inflammation can contribute to many conditions, including heart disease, type 2 diabetes, and cancer. Eating pomegranates may help prevent the inflammation associated with these chronic conditions. This is largely attributed to compounds called punicalogans, which have been shown, which means they're only from this, this species, which have been shown to have antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties. Hmm. Mm. Pomegranate juice can reduce certain markers of inflammation. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, that would be fun to use pomegranate juice instead of other things for inflammation. Right. Yeah. And we've got the, it may have anti-cancer properties. Awesome. I bet a lot of good fresh fruits and vegetables have anti-cancer properties that nobody's discovered or knows about. Animal research has also found that pomegranate helps slow tumor growth. Really? Hmm. And then uh, some older research shows that uh, pomegranates uh, specifically work on uh, prostate cancer. That's interesting. Specifically for prostate cancer. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Uh, There's evidence that it uh, helps with the heart. So if you want a strong, nice, healthy heart, one of the things you might want to try is pomegranates. Yeah. Because you look at all those little red seeds and you see all the little blood cells, and then what do you take? Does it take to pump blood cells around? The heart. The heart. So it's probably good for the heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's kind of a stretch there, isn't it? That's called the doctrine of signatures. Right. And, you know, I think there's something really valid to the doctrine of signatures. It's just that people got a hold of that uh, particular theory and really went expanded the, it and went off the deep cliff. Yeah. So yeah. then it's like then, then like I was making some you know generalities there. They got really off yeah. cl- off the yeah. They took it a little too far. Got away from the mark. Right. <laughs> off the mark. There is uh, actually evidence that the fruits rich in polyphenic compounds, such as pomegranate, may benefit the heart. May of course they do. Yeah. I think all good raw food will benefit the heart and any part of your body, actually. And there were some studies where they showed that the drinking the juice, pomegranate, and I like pomegranate juice, uh, reduced the frequency and severity of chest pain. Hmm. And uh, again, uh, helped on the biomarkers to, mm-hmm. to suggest heart health. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. It's also good for urinary health. Well, kind of like cranberries, but it's good for urinary health. Mm-hmm. Test tube and human studies have found that pomegranate extract may help reduce the formation of kidney stones. Really? Mm-hmm. Good. In a 2014 study, pomegranate extract was found to inhibit the mechanism of uh, you know creating stones. Oh, really? That's awesome. Additionally, animal studies have found that the pomegranate extract can help regulate the concentration of oxalates, calcium, and phosphates in the blood, which are common components of kidney stones. So, it helps a lot of things, doesn't it? Yes, it does. And it tastes so good. They're nummy. They're really good. They really are yummy. They may have antimicrobial properties. And, you know, just doing pomegranates helps with uh, 
tooth decay because of these uh, antimicrobial properties that are in the pomegranate. Oh, that's boy, what a wonderful way to help with tooth decay is just by eating pomegranate. Something nice and sweet that's not going to help wreck your teeth. I know. No, no, and a lot of these things with the sugars that are in fruits, when they're in their whole state, in the fresh state, there's not a problem. But when you process and then there's a problem. So dry, I mean, uh, fresh fruit's great. Dried fruit is not for your teeth. And then here's something else. Um, the polyphenols in pomegranates may increase exercise endurance. Really? That's awesome. So then save you money and not having to buy that expensive ginseng. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's, that's, that's a really good herb. <coughs> but, uh, yeah, so there you go. And uh, they've been shown to support uh, digestive health. Well, good. That, that's good information we've gotten from mm-hmm. pomegranate today. That's awesome. And they also have shown to help with brain health with Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, you know, you can find a lot of good information uh, on the Internet. And like I said, uh, then I was able to find some good information on one of the books in my dad's library. Yeah, exactly. I think that's awesome. What a wonderful... That's wonderful. Thank you so much. And then again, pomegranates are starting to have a kind of a Christmas annotation to them. They are. I guess that's why we only see them in our area during And then December. that's when they fruit, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so that's how, that kind of fits hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, um, if you've gone in the produce section and seen this pomegranate and never had one, well, then you probably ought to try it. And there's a lot of little videos on YouTube that shows you how to cut it open and de-seed it. I like my way. <laughs> and they also have ones where they're um, like, do it underwater. Yeah. Then, of course, the red stuff doesn't spray all over the place that way. Yeah. I've, I've, I've remembered after doing pomegranates and then looking at uh, the counter and the sink and stuff, it was like, how do all those red spots get yeah, there? Yeah, what a mess. <laughs> what a mess to clean up. So, uh, yeah, pomegranates uh, should become a Christmas tradition. Yeah. Enjoy one today. Yeah, and you know what? They're just great. Just sprinkling them on salads. Absolutely. And of course, adding the fruit salads would be fantastic. At any rate, uh, it's been kind of fun talking about a Christmas food. And uh, next week, we'll have some more fun, too. Until then, be happy. Have a happy.